Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, October 30th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Election Day, now less than 100 hours away. The whole process from the primaries until this Tuesday took almost two years. About 25 Democrats tried to run for president. There were 15 debates, hundreds of millions of dollars spent. In the end, it's up to you. The media and most political pundits support the former vice president, Joe Biden. The latest polls, however, show the battleground states are tightening. According to the real clear average, Joe Biden now leads Donald Trump within the margin of error in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota. Mr. Trump now ahead by a few points in Florida, Arizona, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, and Iowa. Again, this is the average. It is too close to call. Late-breaking stories like the riots in Philadelphia, Hunter Biden's financial scandal, and Judge Barrett's confirmation to the Supreme Court might move some voters in either direction. But the major issue does remain COVID. Can the virus defeat Donald Trump? If he loses, it will be because of COVID, in my opinion. We now have two narratives. The Biden camp and their media allies continue to blame Donald Trump for the contagion. It's all his fault. Even blaming the president for every single COVID death. Quote from Joe Biden. If the president had done his job, all the people would still be alive. That ridiculous allegation speaks for itself. The Trump people claim Mr. Biden will paralyze the country if elected. The president continues to hammer lockdown Joe in the final days of his campaign, saying the former vice president will shut down the economy and wipe out your savings. The candidates spending the last few days touring the swing states, both will hold rallies in Pennsylvania, Florida, and Ohio before the vote. Former President Barack Obama now campaigning alongside Mr. Biden in Philadelphia and other places. He did the same for Hillary Clinton in 2016, but it didn't work out so well. My take is Mr. Trump is showing strength in the final days. Mr. Biden, not so much. I'll have more on Monday. In a moment, listeners sound off. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
800-242-6532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this every Friday. If you have a comment or a question, you can write to me, bill at billoreilly.com. That's easy, bill at billoreilly.com. Let's start with Larry in Slidell, Louisiana. Bill, do you believe Mark Zuckerberg and the others are telling the Senate the truth that they are not censoring conservatives? No, I do not believe that is a truthful statement. I don't think Mr. Zuckerberg, the head of Facebook, and the others have given orders to their people to squelch conservative points of view. I don't think that they have officially done that. But the culture, the climate in Silicon Valley is far left. And most of the employees that work for the social media outfits are liberal. They have campuses where people go to work. And on every campus, it's like five, six to one, liberal over traditional, I mean, not even conservative. But the social media operations are definitely, definitely promoting liberal causes. Lynn is in Ventura, California, north of Los Angeles. With all the corruption being exposed, my biggest concern is that my vote will be discarded. I don't think that's going to happen, Lynn, especially if you go to the polls on Tuesday. If you mail in, there's always a possibility that the ballot gets lost or somebody doesn't count it right, and that's possible. But if you go to the polling place, it's all electronic. So that's what I do. I show up in person, I vote, and I don't have any doubt that my vote counts. Richard, Aurora, Colorado, a suburb of Denver. I have a question about the more than 60 million ballots that have already been sent in. Do they start counting them now, or do they wait until Election Day? It depends on the state. Each state is responsible, Richard, for its own election procedures. So in Colorado, I understand they count immediately. So when you send your ballot in, it's counted and tabulated. But in other states, they wait until Election Day. It just depends how the state legislatures have structured the voting. It's a little chaotic, but I don't believe there's going to be massive vote corruption. I hope I'm right, but if I'm not, I'll report honestly on it. Kenneth is in Flanders, New Jersey. Bill, you mentioned a contested vote is determined by the Supreme Court. If this is the case, what do they make the decision on? Well, of course, all decisions in the Supreme Court are supposed to be based on the Constitution. And if you study the Bush-Gore decision in the year 2000, that's what happened. So any kind of dispute, election dispute, will wind up in the Supreme Court, and they will dispatch it quickly. Elijah in Tennessee, what concerns me is if Democrats win it all the next two years, they will declare hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens to be citizens. Well, that will happen, Elijah. If the Democratic Party wins the House, the Senate, and the presidency, you will have amnesty for millions of undocumented people. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by putting it together. Please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. Big bestseller. You'll like it. You're going to need a little relief from politics. Check that book out, Killing Crazy Horse. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Hunter Biden, still generating headlines just days before the 2020 vote. The former vice president's son, facing questions over his foreign business deals, as you know, and whether he used his father's influence to enrich himself. This sort of accusation is nothing new. A similar scandal dates all the way back to the 19th century and the administration of President Ulysses S. Grant. In 1875, the U.S. Department of Interior was in serious disrepair due to corruption and incompetence. The Secretary of the Interior was forced to resign after taking bribes and kickbacks for government contracts. President Grant's brother, Orville, received dozens of payments for, quote, cartographical maps, unquote. Well, no maps were ever made, nor was Orville qualified to make any. He just got money. Less than a year later, Orville was accused by General George Custer of running a, quote, trader post ring. Federal authorities would issue exclusive licenses for merchants to sell their goods on Indian reservations or trading posts on the frontier. These monopolies were lucrative and highly prized. The money flowed in. Well, the accusation against his brother infuriated U.S. Grant, who relieved Custer from command. After a time, however, General Custer was allowed to go back to the West in the campaign against the Sioux, and he would later be killed in the Battle of the Little Bighorn, as I chronicle in my book, Killing Crazy Horse. Now, most historians estimate Orville Grant was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars by American taxpayers for no reason at all. And here's something else you might not know. Orville Grant wasn't the only family member on the federal payroll. Ulysses routinely employed relatives, including cousins, siblings, in-laws, and others, in his cabinet and various positions throughout the federal government. In all, Grant hired more than 40 members of his family during his time in office. The widespread nepotism even earned its own expression. Newspapers across the country derided the use of Grantism during his two terms in office. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.